0: Welcome back. Welcome back. We have got a fantastic treat today. The most effervescent of people are joining me. Kate Valentine is here with us today. Say hello, Kate.
1: Hi, darling. I'm so glad to be here with you.
0: Kate is in New York City and I have known Kate for a few years and she is a fantastic entertainer with many different uh, aspects of her life that involves just being a performance artist. We all are creative. And I brought Kate here to have a little conversation about New York City and what has been going on in the big city of lights and apples and stuff um, before and after coronavirus. So, hey, Kate, I know that. Hi. How was your, first, let's talk about 2019 before 2020. What was happening? (laughs) Was things starting to buzz around in your world again?
1: Oh, yes. Well, I'll tell you, um, uh, both my husband and I uh, well we we uh, have uh, young children and our lives have been focused on our children I mean we've both been working but our priority and focus have been our children um me more so than my husband you know that I've been working but around my children right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. last year my youngest, turned five and so he was entering into kindergarten and it was this new phase where I could return to my career (laughs) and I got an amazing job like an unbelievable job after almost a decade of of my work being on the back burner I got a job that was a tour that was going to take me around the world for quite a few coins beginning at the end of March In March 2020? That's right. Mm. Um, And my husband had (laughs) also gotten a promotion for his job so he was just about to move into this whole new segment of his career Mm. (laughs) and we had bought a house uh, in a slightly upstate that needed some work but my husband is an architect so we were excited for that challenge and then Everything changed <laughs> as it did for everyone. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. And I've, I mean, listen, I've talked to so many people that have this exact same story um, yes. about how the energy was just transformative. And it was just picking up and just moving and moving. And it was just it was just such a bright light.
1: Yes. 2020 was going to be our year. and it has been it has been our year but not the year we had pictured for ourselves but that's life isn't it
0: i know and speaking of life um that sounds like what um the uh, six and eight year old in the background um yes i apologize
1: you know uh there's uh in case you thought that my life was uh, about me, it's it's not. It's just about my children, <laughs> who are wonderful but um, like wild animals. You know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Well, I guess, they the are. You did say story.
0: they're they're like six and eight years old, so that yeah. is um, yeah. a, definitely so, a lot.
1: <clears throat> so I've been spending quite a bit of time homeschooling because once the pandemic happened and the quarantine happened, all the schooling moved inside. And so, so that's been a steep learning curve trying to figure out how that's all gonna work out for everybody.
0: So, so the, yeah, and boys talk about learning curve. Um, this is why we have schools so that you can have your life when they that's go away. Right, to them, that's right, honey.
1: That's right, honey. And and teachers should get paid. You know, uh, yeah. I'm I am uh, uh, most days of the week. Well, either my husband or myself is in school alongside my son from uh, 9 until 3.30. We are there doing school, making sure he's doing school. But I, I know we have not received a check yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So waiting for that check.
0: <laughs> oh, so, wow. Just thinking about your momentum and, um, you know, the the, the the transformation from thinking you're about to go do something that you really enjoy, um, that's going to give you that extra spark, and then having a change, and then looking at your munchkins realizing that this is your new full-time entertainment um, job must have been quite a stretch, um, especially in the city because the city shut down, and therefore there wasn't take them out and about to get out of the house to go do anything. Um, when when spring's about to hit, and it's one of the most beautiful times in New York City.
1: Right. Well, we've been lucky because we moved just outside of the city, actually. So before uh, before that happened. So, you know, I have great empathy for parents that are living like we were living mm-hmm. in small apartments with no space except for public spaces like the park to go to. And mm-hmm. thinking about being stuck inside with small children during a quarantine just feels like really, really challenging. Um, we were lucky that we had a backyard and some outdoor space that the kids could get out in, you know, so thank God for that. And, you know, there's two ways of looking at everything. I mean, for me, I, I have many friends who are single.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: this time mm-hmm. uh, has been very isolating and very lonely. and And i have had small children to hug and love up on me throughout all of this and Mm -hmm. uh so i'm super grateful for that
0: isn't it crazy how you find those small things um that brought me and bring me so much comfort i'm in a relationship for 18 years with my husband and my two dogs which are just like little people and um i've got so many friends a sister-in-law single as well and i'm just like. It's easier for me to sit here and say, Well, I was able to adjust and deal with my depression. I'm at home and I have a little backyard space where my husband's in, um, you know, design and especially outdoor living spaces. We've got mountains and plants and lounge chairs, California sun. So I was able to find more of myself, but it really was uh, and is a very, very difficult for a lot of people that are by themselves. And that's when you learn um, um, about yourself a lot, a lot more. Yeah.
1: Because and we've been lucky. Find... We've been...
0: Sorry, go ahead. Uh, did you have to find creative things to do? Um, did you come up with more creative things later on, having the kids at home? Because I think that your household was probably never boring anyway. If I, <laughs> Because if I know you.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, I chose to have kids. I didn't have kids until later in my life. I love mm. being around my kids. My kids are my mm. joy. But... Um, but I am an artist, you know, I do want and need that outlet in my life too. Um, but my experience, even prior to this, but this is a good example being in this pandemic is that creativity is like, uh, mm-hmm. like water, right? It mm-hmm. always finds a way, you mm-hmm. know, as people who are creative and need to express themselves will find a way to express themselves, you know. Uh, paralyzed dancers learn how to paint. You know, you just- right. you, There's, it needs to come out one way or the other. So mm-hmm. um, I like many people, uh, self-produced some streaming videos. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, fun for me to do. And there's a, le- a bit of a learning curve with that, which was cool. But it also allowed me to connect with people to talk about something else. <laughs> okay. Instead of just uh, talking about the pandemic. And I had also, I had gotten a grant from the Westchester Arts Council to do this theater project. And that was completely hold up Hold way-
0: up. Hold up. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me put some gypsy in it congratulations oh well whatever it
1: is you, thank you it was cute that that happened uh, uh, <laughs> or if it, it almost happened because the truth was that uh i had proposed this theater project which involved a bunch of strangers coming together and rubbing up on each other <laughs> metaphorically probably not physically but anyway anyway it was completely out the window once the uh the pandemic happened right but Um, They had already given out the grant money, and I think that the people at the Arts Council knew that none of those little artists were giving that money back.
0: Because that's why they needed that grant, honey.
1: (laughs) So I I said to them, I said, what if I propose you something completely different? And they were like, okay, so I proposed making this documentary about the effects of COVID on this small county that I now live in, in Rockland County. So I've been making this ah. documentary. It's been via I've been filming via Zoom, which is very meta because I feel like I live my life on Zoom, either talking to friends <laughs> or exercising, talking or to teaching with that. children. <laughs> um, yeah, do it education with kids, the whole thing. So, uh, but it's given me an opportunity to talk to a lot of different people and find and find out how people have been coping during the pandemic, which uh, has been very. Uh, affirming about how, how the resilient, how people can be resilient.
0: No, you know, and um, you're you're about to get me all emotional, um, ladies and gentlemen, because I've known Kate for a while and we've grown um, as adults knowing each other. And it really, really has been a great treat talking to people and and learning about other people's experiences. Hence why I started the podcast. um, And I think it's just very um, interesting that our paths are continuing to to go down the same same to, pathway. To intersect.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> intersect. Well, I mean, that, I think that that's, you know, uh, uh, theater is about uh, communicating, right? Mm-hmm. It's about and I, finding our common ground. In And and boy, we need to find some common ground now.
0: Ugh. Oh, boy, don't we need to find some common ground. I and mean, this is why I've, I've called this an amazing new renaissance. And you hit the nail on the head exactly why I think it's a new renaissance. Folks still trying to find a way to stay creative because even when the pandemic hit, everyone turned to creativity. That was their way out, that was what was happening. And the idea of, of finding ways to stay entertained and to have your outlet, because that creativity is the food by which we are um, creatives, survive without it we die, we just wither away. And um, I am so excited to hear more about your project that you're working on um, with the, with getting into the new Renaissance, like having to figure out, because I know I did, all of the difference with sound and, and tech and then editing and then how to get everybody, then you get people with slow bandwidth and faster bandwidth. And I'm just like, wow, there's gonna be a lot of new and it has been. I know I've seen online that that, um, you've had an opportunity to also um, go from your directing side of you um, to uh, the performance side of you as well. You were able to tap into one of my favorite people on the planet, um, Miss Astrid. Um, uh, I love Miss Astrid. Uh, Tell everybody, who Miss Astrid is before I begin to ask you my questions, I can't begin to describe her.
1: Well, Miss Astrid is a, 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 about more than twenty years ago. I hate to say, but more than twenty years ago, in the say late nineties, I uh, I was living out in Los Angeles. Um, so anyway, Miss Astrid came about uh, at a different, a very different point in my life, where I was I was living out in Los Angeles. And I was auditioning a lot, but not performing a lot. And I was looking for ways to be performing. And I had uh, some friends in the drag scene who worked out of this club called Rodolfo's in Silver Lake, right? Mm -hmm. I used to go go. there all the time and hang out there. And then uh, they helped me uh, hook up with the owner so I could use the place for a monthly uh, cabaret show that I started. Mm And I know I knew I needed an MC for my cabaret show. So I created cabaret. a cabaret show and my my character, Miss Astrid, was born out of that. Now I was, you understand, like a young actress in LA and I was I was getting, you know, I was doing like, mm-hmm. you know, like the quirky best friend and the young mom and stuff like that. And I wanted like, you know, like most kids who get into acting, I did not get into acting to be me right <laughs> <laughs> so i was like if i'm going to create a character i'm going to make a character that's like i want a wig i want a bad accent i want an eye patch i want like, all kinds of bullshit and so that's how the character got. that's how the character was born she's a very severe german lady kind of in the marlena dietrich mode and mm. uh i thought it was something that i would do once or maybe twice and i just got on this thing where it became popular and i i kept on doing it and i kept on doing it my monthly show turned into a weekly show and then my uh weekly show turned into a bi-coastal show so i was having shows in san francisco and new york running at the same time and Ah. the interest in that genre of uh you know sort of neo burlesque just kept on growing And so I kept on doing it, honey, and here I am, all these years later, still doing it. And now I I got into this idea, just as recent, that I would make these little Walter Mercado style uh, astrology videos. But so Sagittarius was hysterical. It's like I I started with my Sagittarius, but you know, like like Walter Mercado, uh, God, like Walter Mercado, except for bitchy, bitchy astrology. (laughs) so i'm i'm gonna serve up one of those you know a minute of bitchy astrology a month just, a little, just as a little silly thing to keep me going
0: mm. um and you also had a chance to revisit um uh, miss astrid and um and, uh, and take her into 2020 with um with a few other burlesque um people i see that burlesque which never really left is really back like it it's just found this new renaissance uh, again about um, it's okay to be sexual and sexy, and burlesque isn't just about sex. Because I was just thinking, because every time I've seen you um, little blurbs on Instagram, and I've been uh, Burlesque Galaxy, and and the the fundraiser that you did this summer. Um, right,
1: Burlesque Galaxy is this. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a show. I'll, I'll have to send it to you, James, so you can see it. It's it's funny. Um, it's actually an old friend of mine um named bradford scoby who's a really hilarious actor um and uh he's writing this and he asked me to do a voiceover thing for it so i uh-huh. i think i i think i will have a live part in it eventually hopefully <laughs> but uh right now i'm you know hal from 2001 you know the, yes. the computer voice well i'm gal so i'm like hal. the. I'm, oh, go. I'm, the, I'm the female version of, of Hal from 2001. So I'm the voice of the, the space computer.
0: Oh, that's going to be even really spooky. <laughs> uh, because it's funny because you end up having this smoky voice, um, which um, transcends into all these different characters. And you still find now the ability to play dress up um, and go and transform again and find a way to keep performing um, with this world that never stops. Like there's so much out there. I've been doing research again on burlesque right before I came to talk to you. And I was just like, wow, this is really getting amazing with live performances and videos. And um, and thinking back to, you did a a, sketch, uh, a, a, um, a little movie feature called The Hive where you had a lot of dancers and acrobats and 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 it was interesting when i went back and revisited that because i think that was like four uh, a couple of years ago maybe um it still feels so present today um with everything that's happening it's like the fusion of these worlds and we're all craving entertainment and i, I want you to know i got i watched, i think everything on netflix and i can't watch another kid movie i know i can't I need to hear some cuss words. I need for some people to express because yes. my mouth is some not... adult
1: entertainment. I am well, wrong. I, I hope that <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that uh, I, there's two things that I think are happening. I think that uh, us as performers are maybe getting a little savvy about technology, right? Like you're getting, you've increased your knowledge to, to know how to create your own podcast and I am Mm -hmm. and many people I know are learning how to edit their own work you know everyone has to be their own like you can't just be a performer right you 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 need to be your your cameraman and your uh, makeup lady Um, (laughs) (laughs) but um but at the same time I feel like what this moment is teaching us is that we're not gonna we don't want to just Uh, sit in our houses and look at our screens you know there really is no substitute for real live human contact Mm -hmm. and i think people really are feeling that right Mm -hmm. i think people are really paying attention to that those feelings and uh i am i'll be very curious to see how that manifests Um, i
0: you're really on to something beautiful with that because, I hope, uh, I hope. I think so, because I think after we continue, and I, and it's interesting to watch the change in the content that's come on. Like I watched a lot of great shows. Like I've always gone to Alvin Ailey's performances and I've tried to explain to people outside of theater, <laughs> um, you know, cause I, here in LA, Hollywood shut down but they found a way to, to, to pick back up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Broadway is still shut down, live theater performances are still shut down. And I've tried to find ways to explain to people that live performance and people that do live performance have to have an outlet. And we continue to watch it online. Watching Alvin Ailey still do their fundraiser online, I try to explain to people, the way that these theaters and companies make money is when you go to their shows. It's when you buy their merchandise. And the reason that they're people are in this industry to perform. Money is a part of it, but it really is the, the fuel that we get uh, from performing. So I have a, a, an inkling that we're going to see a complete new fusion after this is over within a year or so, because we know how crazy people are that this is not going away because of my rights, Don't make, take away my rights to be able to catch Corona and kill people. But anyway, um, it's going to definitely change because we've been staring at these little boxes from the ones in our hand to the one on the computer to the one in our room to the one in the car to, uh, to everywhere. We've been staring at these squares. And when we finally get a chance to get some live entertainment again, where you can actually see somebody sweating on stage, actually feel the, the, the beat of the bass drum coming, I think it's going to be revolutionary. And yeah, I can't I... wait to be a part of it because Boy, it's I going hope to be. So too. I think it's going to be a fusion. Not only are people getting used to this format as well, there are people that we are able to reach now that never would have been able to see shows because of this format.
1: That's because right. That's- because... That's we right. have
0: this outlet,
1: right? I mean, that to me that would be ideal because there's no substitute for that kind mm-hmm. of energy exchange that happens between an audience and the performers on the stage. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm happy to be on either side of that. You know, I I love being on stage and I love to watch live entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I that's the my absolute favorite thing in the world. I I there's nothing that that matches that for me, but I think that if people can use these uh, technology tools for what they mm-hmm. are, but you mm-hmm. use, use them as tools, and it, it it's not like it. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what I, mean? uh, I, I think that 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 would be good to to sort of reframe their importance, like put them in their proper place, um, right? Because right. it's not it's it's not the centerpiece of everything, you know. And I I found like I know with many friends of mine, you know, uh, I think that this happens in Los Angeles too. In New York, it's, it's very, very popular to have like the busy disease, right? Mm -hmm. everyone's so busy all the time. Everyone's, oh, oh, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Always like kind of humble bragging about how they can't (laughs) possibly squeeze in anything else because they're so (laughs) exhausted and so overworked. Mm -hmm. But since people have been forced to slow down, you know, I have a weekly, uh, Phone Zoom with a half dozen friends of mine who are all in the, the uh, performing arts, who it's never happened. You know, people who I've been friends with for 20 years. Every week, we all get together and we look, look at each other in the face and we have real talk, you know, real talk. Yeah. And not only has it been uh, like a, a saving grace, it's also made us all step back and say, how can it possibly be that we've never done this, that we've never prioritized us like this? Because that is my chosen family, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. everyone has a family, but Mm -hmm. your chosen family, I -hmm. mean, to not prioritize them as if time is not passing by. I mean, we've known each other for 20 years. None of us are kids anymore. I mean,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and It's amazing. at at, At a certain point, you know, a couple months in, we were all like- could we keep doing this when the pandemic's over or do we have to yes. stop? <laughs> we could exactly. keep on doing this. We can keep why, on saying yes to each other, you know, and really being a support system for each other. You know, and what it's it has been? Thing.
0: It's beautiful because I have several groups that I do right now and it's so funny. I've seen people and talk to people now more than I have in all the time that I've them. I'm like, how is it possible that I right. now see you at least once a week sometimes two or three times a day and I'm on the phone and I'm looking at your face with all of That's this right. technology and never did it and it really is a new renaissance and there's such an awakening
1: and I think a lot of people are saying that you know there the reason why and this is so pathetic but the reason why there was such big demonstrations about Black Lives Matter after these Mm -hmm. senseless deaths this year, as if there haven't been senseless deaths for years and years and years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absurd Mm -hmm. uh, overreach of uh, people in the uh, American police force, brutality Mm -hmm. against Black people uh, to a degree that's absolutely obscene. Why now? Why are people stopping and demonstrating now? Because they're paying attention because they're and then not too to busy to, <laughs> to stop and look at it, really look at it and sit with it. Um, mm-hmm. so you can't say nothing good has come out of this, uh, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, real change it, is going to take a lot more than that, but.
0: Well, that's awareness is the first change that you have to have. And I think that's just what's happening. And this is another reason why, um, I also think that, um, burlesque is continuing to move forward and that creative outlets of people doing performances and art, like you said, for I would stop and watch someone dancing on the street any day over sitting down and looking at something um just that is just in front of me and it's not live entertainment. I know what it feels like to have the applause and I'm so glad that we all got a chance are going to get a chance to miss that because Mm -hmm. people are missing it like crazy I mean the thought that there's no shows there are no shows going on in New York City right now is mind-boggling I got so sick and tired of hearing people talk about oh the shows aren't coming back on where are all the shows where are the shows but let me get my football I want to watch football I want to watch baseball but you know what
1: But you know what, like like what I was saying about the uh, water finding its way. You you, you're in New York City now. Now New York City is starting to feel like old New York City. It's a little bit raggedy. It's a little bit Uh, down in the mouth. But there's (laughs) people on the street doing jazz. There's music in the streets, right? So lovely. People are outside, you know, like having a little beer uh, without a bag. Everyone's like, it's on. Do you know what I mean? The the weeds are growing out of the pavement, right? (laughs) Because you can't stop it. You can't can't stop stop it. it.
0: You just can't stop it.
1: That's life, right?
0: Right, right. And you know what? You just can't stop it. Kate (laughs) Valentine, (laughs) thank you for hanging out with me to talk a little bit about, you know, how life has been transitioning in New York City as, an, as a, a working mom and wife with uh, two kids that you have now learned. Oh, and, and, and another question before I let you go. Are, did you learn anything while you were in school with your kids that you didn't think you knew or find uh, out new stuff?
1: Thank God. No, no, listen. Thank God. My kids are, are in first and third grade. <laughs> I thank God I don't have middle schoolers because <laughs> then it would be like, Oh my God! Are we talking about algebra? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I can. I'm totally. I'm totally capable of teaching them uh, how, how to do the the assignments so far. Um, but this pandemic better not go on too much longer, otherwise they're going to be screwed.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're about to hit that stage. Listen, those kids are in the best of hands because. Uh, they've got Kate Valentine on their side. And I know how you really wanted to have children and you've got them and you love being a mom. It is so beautiful to hear you say that and watch your whole face just glow when you mention your children, even though you've had to change your life with them. So um, it's just beautiful to to watch. And I just know that um, uh, I I feel like uh, Theo is going to take a lot more of your energy i feel i feel like little theo is going to be a little spitfire yes, he got man. your it's, he got your color hair i see He's got a little bit more of the um reddish brown
1: a little bit there's
0: a little bit in there trying to break out. <laughs> <laughs> well figure the breaking out and you can't stop it we can't stop kate valentine so tell me what can we check out for you, you got any announcements you want us to look out for coming up because what I do is everything will be on the ctcpodcast.com. We'll be updating um, all of our guests and any activities or fundraisers or promotions you're doing. Let us know. We'll put uh, it out work
1: there. Well, I'll tell you, I, you can hear me uh, every month on the big shebang, which is on com. It streams live from that site.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, if people want to check out my Instagram page, I will be doing my uh, my monthly horoscope readings. So I've got I've got Capricorn on deck. I'm coming for you Capricorns.
0: Come on and get them them goats, girl. Go get them goats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't tell you
0: what a wonderful day you've made for me to be able to see your shining face and hear your fantastic voice. And um, I love I look- you so much. I love you too, Kate Valentine. I look so forward to to checking out Burlicks Galaxy and The Big Shebang, and um, I'm looking forward. I saw Sagittarius. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the Capricorn Astro Star. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Kate Valentine, you have a great, fantastic rest of your holiday. Send your love to your kids, and stay safe. Peace, love, and hair grease. I'll talk to you later. We're out. Peace. Kate. Valentine. I could talk to that girl all day. What a fantastic time. And I hope y'all had a great time hanging out with me, Gypsy James Robinson, on Continue the Conversation with Gypsy and my dear friend, Kate Valentine, the entertainer. So please go out there and enjoy the rest of this holiday season. And remember create with love. Love to create. Love yourself. And the world will be a much better place. Get out there, bring 2020 to a close, and let's bring in 2021. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace, love, and hair grease. I'm out.